SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I am... My nerves are frazzled, if I have to be dead honest. What an incredible day for South African triathlon, the sport that I absolutely love. And we have picked up our eighth medal at the Olympic Games. Breaking news, Henry Skuman finishing third in the men's triathlon uh, on the Copacabana. What a day it has been. Manfred Seidler was keeping an eye on things. Manfred, superb performance from Henry Skuman. And to top that, Richard Murray finished fourth, so third and fourth for Team South Africa. Fantastic performance in the triathlon. First South African triathlon medal ever at an Olympic Games. Brings our medal tally up to eight. And we've still got Kasa Semenya coming. That should be medal number nine. Will we get number ten? We'll have to wait and see. Just early on to update you on what's happening with South Africa. Paul Loretto is in playing in the golf. The individual stroke player. She's currently lying uh, three under par. And uh, Ashley Simon is uh, lying two under par, lying 18th. That's, of course, on day two of the individual stroke play. Bridget Hartley uh, finishing 8th in the women's B, uh, B final of the K1 500 meter canoe sprint and still to come a little bit later. In fact, should be starting now. Kyle Dodd in the men's BMX. Let's, of, of course, not forget uh, Casa Semenya's race. Semi-final 0227. Stay up for that. Manfred Seidler for SFM Sport. If you don't stay up, make sure you wake up early. It's going to be a long night. Uh, can't wait for that, though. In other sports news, uh, Bok coach Alistair Gutierrez announced his uh, squad that'll face the Jaguars on on Saturday, the Pumas rather, not the Jaguars, the Pumas uh, in the opening test match of the Castle Lager Rugby Championship, that one taking place at the Mbombella Stadium uh, the five changes sees Julian Reedlinghay start while Luit Diaga, Opa Mahoje, Brian Abana and Johan Khoesen all return to the starting 15, it's Khoesen's uh, first appearance in a Bok jersey since uh, the 22-6 victory away from home to Italy back in November 2014, the entire match day squad is as follows Follows Mtawarira Strauss, who's captain, Reelinghuis, Etebeth, De Yaga, Lo, Mohoje, Whiteley, De Clark, Jainchis, Habana, De Lenda, Mapu, Kombrink, and Khuisen. The bench, Mbonambi, Kitsov, Koch, Dutoy, Yaku Krill, Page, De Jong, and Jesse Krill. Meanwhile, Argentina have also made five changes to their starting lineup. They lost to France in June. Augustine Crevy will lead the side. Regulars returning to the starting 15 include flank Juan Manuel Le Guizamon, scrum half Martin Landajo, and centre Juan Martin Hernandez. Meanwhile, on the domestic front, the Golden Lions have made three changes to their starting 15, three changes to the replacement bench as well for their Curry Cup clash against Griquas. EP Kings have made four changes to their starting 15 for tomorrow's clash against the Blue Bulls. In football, Mamelodi Sundowns have confirmed the signing of midfielder Tapelo Morena from Bloom Celtic. Big news on the cycling front here in South Africa. It was announced today that the global brand that owns the Ironman Triathlon Group has acquired the Absa Cape Epic as they try and continue to grow the formats of multi-day stage races globally. The Cape Epic, which was founded back in 2004, has been added to the Matatapu and the Pioneer multi-day stage races in New Zealand to Ironman Stable as they try and move into the mountain biking market. In Netball News, Netball South Africa announced today that uh, Bongiwe Somi will captain the Spa Proteus for their tour to New Zealand and Australia later this month for the Quad Series. Somi succeeds Mareka Holshausen, who underwent surgery yesterday for that knee injury that she sustained last week at the National Championships. On to cricket, there is a test match that's taking place uh, in Port of Spain in Trinidad's West Indies up against India. It is the fourth test 
and uh, rain has intervened there. The West Indies won the toss uh, earlier today. They elected to bat, and when the players left the field, the West Indies were 66 for the loss of two. One-day international cricket taking place uh, in Dublin. Pakistan up against Ireland, batting first. Pakistan posted 337 for six in their 50. Uh, Ireland's currently 46 for the loss of four. It's also a rain-interrupted match, uh, only 47 overs is what those teams will be playing. And in European tour news, I can tell you that there is a three-way tie atop the leaderboards of the Czech Masters. That's taking place at the Albatross Golf Resort in Prague. Belgium's Peter Thomas, uh, Thomas Peters rather, uh, Peter Hansen from Sweden and Ryan Evans of England, uh, top leaderboard on five under. That's one stroke uh, ahead of the chasing pack. Leading South African is Dean Burmeister. He's two off the pace after shooting an opening round 69 and he is currently tied for 10th. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, uh, we're going to be chatting some cricket. There's a big test match, the first of two test matches against uh, the touring New Zealanders. Get underway, uh, gets underway in Durban tomorrow, and uh, we'll touch base with Stephen Cook. She's a mother, a daughter, a comedian, a grief counsellor, a firewoman, a chef, a partner, a wife, a fashion fundi, an engineer, an accountant, a leader, a motivator, a bus driver, a soccer coach, Olympic champion, an athlete, a doctor, a moral campus, a tutor, a friend. This Women's Month, SABC celebrates all that women are capable of. Join the conversation at hashtag because I'm a woman. Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Go to www.paymytv.co.za, make your payment, and then wait for the free rewards page to load or click on axrewards.co.za. Now, all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button, download the AxMe app on your Android phone, register, and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of 7,500 Rand. T's and C's apply. TV licenses, more rewards, making a difference. Hey! by definition is abstract, intangible, and purely predicated on belief. That effectively means we cannot have facts, at least from that perspective. The fact of the matter is, you do believe in whatever you believe in. And so it is that fact that we will be engaging on our show, Facts of Faith. Our new faith show on SFM from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Sundays. Join me, Nayel Pondwana, on Facts of Faith. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics live on SABC TV channels and SAFM. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Test cricket back on South African soil. A series against uh, the touring New Zealanders gets underway tomorrow, and a great pleasure to welcome one of the members of the Proteus squad onto the program this evening, Stephen Cook. Stephen, welcome onto SAFM Sports Trap. Thanks for your time. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. It seems like forever uh, since we were playing Test Match Cricket. It's, it's great to have it on for, for fans of the game. There's nothing better than, uh, than, than Cricket Whites and, and, and watching the, the, some of the best teams in the world really take each other on in the long format. It, you really like this format to the game as well, though, don't you, Stephen? Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's not called Test Cricket for nothing. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's cricket at its purest form. And, 
um, yeah, very exciting. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, and uh, you know, it, uh, it plays itself out over a period of time, and uh, that can make it even more exciting. Let's talk about the Black Caps, the New Zealanders. Uh, over the last few years, they've really they've built a, a great squad. They've lost a couple of big names, but they, they seem to be doing something right in New Zealand, and, and they, they're proving to be really tough to beat. We, yes, we're playing in South Africa, so conditions will favour us, but uh, you, you can't underestimate a team like New Zealand. Absolutely. I mean, they've uh, they've been pretty successful over the last period of time. I mean, Brendan McCullum did a great job in, in changing their, their brand and the way that they play cricket. And, you know, for many years, we've been known as a side that sort of overachieved for the number of people that they had at play. Um, you know, and we, 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 we fully respect that and know that uh, they're going to be tough opposition. But uh, certainly on our, on our home soil, we believe we can uh, come out on top. One of the, I mean, one of the, the shining lights, obviously, from a, a South African perspective, is how strong our top order has been uh, over the years. Uh, we've got some some big names in there, and uh, I mean, you, you coming off some some great form domestically, finally brought into the the national team setup. You, you must be pretty chuffed to 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 be playing the sort of cricket that you have been playing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, things uh, on a personal level have gone well over the over the last couple of years and, uh, you know, uh, really proud of the performances that I've put in. And, yeah, I mean, to be uh, to be in a team that includes guys like Hashim, I'm the first kid to see these sort of guys who, I mean, have uh, been proven performers over a period of time is, uh, is a great honour. And uh, I look forward to, to extending that and, and hopefully taking and making the best of this opportunity. Stephen, looking at uh, the South African test side at the moment, obviously things haven't gone as, as well as they have uh, over the last few years. Just from a, a team perspective in, in total, we've slipped in the rankings. This is an opportunity to, to sort of start getting things back on track. Uh, I mean, if you look at the rankings, we are way down. I mean, sitting seventh at the moment, New Zealand fifth. It's a great opportunity to start that climb once again. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the guys are seeing it as a new beginning and a new opportunity. You know, we've got a couple of, uh, including myself, a couple of guys who, who are new to test cricket, so we need to forge our way. And, uh, you know, with regards to the rankings, yes, we, we, we're seventh at the moment, but you know, those rankings are, are quite fickle. And, uh, you know, in a, in a matter of a series or two, you can jump quite a number of places. I mean, we just saw Australia lose one series, and I think they went from first to fourth or something like that. So, I mean, you can move pretty quickly up, the, up and down the rankings. So, you know, a good series here and a, a good one in Australia, and then all of a sudden you'll be back in the top two or four again. A guy like A.B. de Villiers, uh, a huge loss that, that he's not playing in, in this series. Fafta Pussy wearing the captain's armband. I mean, A.B. is a, a huge part of, of this team, and, and, he, and he will definitely be missed. Yeah, A.B. will be missed. I mean, he's a, he's a really inspirational leader, and uh, you know, he's been with us uh, in the camp before, uh, leading up to the test match. So we have got the benefits of, of all his information that he's got to tap into us. And I mean, he's been brilliant to chat to. I mean, I can only talk personally, but... You know, just his knowledge of batting conditions, the players around the world. I mean, he's got a, a lot to offer, even if he's not in the side as he is now with, uh, with his injury. But, uh, yeah, a fantastic player and, uh, yeah, big boots to fill. Stephen, talk to me about a test match uh, at Kingsmead in August. It's not, not, not often that that happens. I mean, what are we expecting that pitch to do tomorrow and, and over the next five days? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think that's probably the question that a lot of people are asking. I mean, they've never had first-class cricket, yet, never mind a Test match in, in August. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be uh, probably to to assess those conditions and and then sort of adapt and and, and play accordingly. I think. Uh, I mean, by all accounts, people are saying it's going to be pretty slow the wickets. But I mean, having had a look at the surface um, in in, in Durban, you usually get a bit of bounce here historically. So, um. I think uh, I think we just have to sort of prepare for every eventuality and and, and adjust to conditions. And that's something we've spoken about over the last few days. Is let's uh, let's sum up conditions as quickly as possible and then uh, and make as good a play as we can.
Has the skipper decided if it's a, a bat first, a ball first sort of pitch? Um, I'm, 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 I'm not so sure either way. I mean, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot easier, uh, lot easier when you don't have to actually make the call if the point doesn't go down in your, uh, in your favour. So, I mean, I'll, uh, I'll leave that up to Fuss to, uh, to decide when the, when the coin goes up tomorrow. So what you're actually saying is this is the toss you want to lose? <laughs> um, that's, that, that's usually the cop out that guys take. I mean, that's certainly what I say when I'm playing for the Lions. Uh, always saw the guys that toss only soft the game, so I suppose I've got to stick with that uh, advice and tell you the same thing now. Let's look at the bowling attack. Obviously, uh, one of the, the reasons we've, we've struggled so is, is we've been really liked because of the injuries to, to the likes of Dale Stane and Vernon Philander. Great to have, have them back, two experienced campaigners who, on, on a day, either of them can rip through an attack, but uh, together they are, are lethal. It's, it's great to have them both back and fit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the guys I've had to face over the last week, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty daunting task. I mean, staying swing, um, pace, accuracy, all that, and Vernon, we know what he brings, both uh, world number ones. And then, you know, add to that guys like Cesar Robotic, 150 k's an hour, um, Chris Morris, and Wayne Parnell, there's a, there's a number of bowlers, Carl Abbott, all, all of the bowlers really have got something to bring. So, I mean, but as you highlighted, the two guys who've, who've been number one in the world, I mean, in partnership, they've they've taken down some of the best batting lineups in the world. So, you know, hopefully uh, they'll be able to do the same again here. Stephen, talk to me a little bit about your relationship with uh, Kahisa Rabada and, and obviously uh, the, the work you've done with him at, at domestic level and how you've seen him grow and blossom at, at the national level. You must be particularly proud of what, of what that young man has done and, and how he's conducted himself because he's, a, he's an absolute asset to South African cricket. Absolutely. I can't talk highly enough of him. Um, never mind the skills and abilities that he brings with the bat and the ball. I mean, uh, just, just the character he is, the, the absolute gentleman he is, but you know, they're always up for it. And I remember, I mean, Captain in the Lions when he, he made his debut. And I remember walking into the change room and telling Jeff Toronto, hey, there's something special about this guy. And just the questions he asks, uh, the, the cricket intelligence that he has, I mean, that's, that sort of sets him apart. So, um, you know, I've been really proud to see the way that he's, uh, he's taken to international cricket and I mean, all the awards that he's got recently bear testimony to, to how well he's, uh, how well he's done, and uh, yeah, let's hope things just continue to grow for him because I mean, he's uh, he really is an inspirational guy, and he's always trying to improve and get better. And you know, he asks a million questions, which is which is really great. Talking of proud, how chuffed and proud is your dad of you? Yeah, dad, uh, yeah, he uh, I think he is uh, he's pretty proud. I don't think he'll ever let on too much. You know, he uh, he always still gives me a pretty hard time, which is which is good. I expect nothing less uh, less from him. But, uh, yeah, it's great to, to have a dad that, uh, you know, he went through the same trials and tribulations as you trying to make his way into international cricket and eventually getting a crack later on in his career. So, I mean, we share a lot of uh, similarities in that respect. So, yeah, I know when the first ball goes down tomorrow, he'll be glued to the TV screen and, uh, yeah, he'll be, uh, he'll be supporting. Okay, clear it up, Stephen. Who's the better batter, you or, you or your dad? Oh, gee whiz. Uh, <laughs> you know, he'll tell me. You know, if, you, if, if you listen to him, he'll, uh, he'll tell me that, uh, you know, I, I think they've all under arm in his day and all of that sort of thing, and that uh, the balls are soft like tennis balls. But uh, no, the, uh, the old man is a fantastic player, and uh, you know I think in another era may have played quite a lot of Test cricket for South Africa. It wasn't ready to be, but uh, no, I think uh, very different eras. And uh, although some people say we best similarly, I think uh, quite different players really. Stephen Cook, thank you so much for your time here on SAFM Sports Chat. This evening, best of luck uh, over not just this test match, but the series as well in the upcoming summer. We look forward to seeing you in action for the Proteus. And uh, yeah, best of luck. Please pass an hour. Regards to the rest of the team and, and know that we are behind you. I will do. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Well, let's head to the Copacabana now in Rio de Janeiro. Johan Leroux is at the finish venue of the men's triathlon. Johan, what a day for South African triathlon. Henry Skuman finishing in third, Richard Murray in fourth. It was an, it was a, an incredible race, wasn't it? Absolutely incredible, Brad. And uh, just the fact that Henry Skuman just told us now that he that was actually his first triathlon medal, international medal. So just what a day to bring out your best performance. Uh, he started very well in the swim. He came seventh out of the water. And then uh, he struggled a little bit to stay up with the, the, the bike pack in the, the leading 10. But he managed to hold on. And then in the run, he also just said at one stage, he realized if he wanted to medal, he needs to go now. And uh, that's exactly what he did. He followed the Brownlee brothers, Alistair and Jonathan. And somehow he managed to stay in, uh, in the leading pack and in the leading trio to claim that bronze medal. A terrific performance by Henry Skuman. The gold medal then going to Alistair Brownlee. He was the same uh, person and the same brother who claimed uh, the gold medal at the London Olympic Games as well. Johan, let, let's just talk on, on the race and the strategies. It went pretty much the way we thought it would. There would be a, a break in the, in the water. Henry Skuman's a, a fantastic swimmer. He's shown on the, on the World Triathlon Series circuit that he, is, uh, he can mix it up with the best in the world. Obviously, he comes from a, a big swimming family. His brother, who's, uh, who's picked up medals at Commonwealth Games level for, for swimming. So he's no mug in the water. That was the plan, was to make sure that he was up there uh, out of the water. And like you say, it was a tough bike. He did hang out the back there, but... Uh, he did what he did enough uh, to to sort of be in with a shot on the run. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, the swim really set him up for that medal. If you're talking about someone like Richard Murray, who's uh, not just swimming too well after breaking his collarbone, when uh, as soon as he came out the water, everyone thought, well, he's probably too far behind. But the fact that Henry Skuman managed to come seven up out of the water and then stay with that that leading bike pack, and it's also it was so difficult for the the second chasing pack that uh, Richard Murray found himself in, some self in rather to to catch up with the bike because as uh, we all know. Uh, you're a lot better if you're cycling in a group and Richard was also telling us afterwards that uh, he was trying to mobilize the guys uh, in the chasing pack and to get them all together to to work together but uh, he had quite a tough time doing that Uh, apparently one of the guys from Great Britain made it very very difficult for him to do that and uh, of course it is a a team event as much as it is an individual event so one of the Great Britain guys hanging back a little bit to try and distract that chasing pack it is an interesting one, uh, Johan, and, and that would be something that Richard would have struggled with. I mean, nobody in that chasing pack would have wanted to help him because they knew he was the stronger runner. Uh, it was probably him and Mario Mola who were the two guys in that chasing pack who were the strongest runners out of all of them. And uh, if the other cyclists helped them get up with the leads, uh, they definitely wouldn't be able to keep up to them. So, so that's why they didn't do the work. But let's talk about Richard. Uh, as much as all, all sort of credits going to Henry Skuman, his first uh, international medal uh, at, a, at a triathlon, and what a way, or what a time to do it on, on an Olympic stage but Richard Murray I think so much credit needs to be given to him as well he's had a very tough year he, as you mentioned broke his collarbone so wasn't able to swim the swim is the weakest of the three disciplines for him uh, he managed to keep up with his fitness on the, the bike and, and on the run and uh, ended up finishing fourth although the time splits I think he was only seven seconds behind Henry that was quite flattering because Henry took his foot off the gas as he was crossing the line but to finish fourth from where he was uh, just looking at his splits he was uh, a minute and seven 17 seconds back off the, off the Brownlees and that lead pack uh, off the bike. 
Yeah, no, it was an unbelievable performance. And he also said he's ecstatic with the fourth-place finish. Just going back four months ago when he thought maybe he won't be at the Olympic Games, he said he's really excited. He also mentioned something interesting, uh, perhaps that uh, the South African triathlon team will take going forward into the Commonwealth Games and into the next Olympic Games as well. If Henry Schumann and Richard Murray perhaps managed to walk to, to work together a little bit, then uh, perhaps it could have been a one-two for South Africa because that's what Alistair Brownlee and Jonathan Brownlee did. So something that the South African team will consider going forward. And of course, uh, something that the ladies might consider going uh, into Saturday's event as well. Without a doubt. Johan, I mean, this is huge for South African triathlon. There's no two ways about it. Richard Murray's proved what he can do on the world stage. Henry Schumann's done that now. Uh, The sport surely will will explode now, and uh, resources will be put behind uh, our athletes. We've got a couple of promising youngsters coming through, one who just missed Olympic qualification. Uh, He's a a world junior uh, world champion, uh, Vian Sulvalt, who didn't go to these Olympics. But there's tons of talent in the the sort of wings coming through. This is going to do great things for South African triathlon. Well, without asking that question to both of the athletes, that's what both of them said as well. Uh, they hope that this is a, a springboard for triathlon in South Africa, and they, they hope that other triathletes, not just themselves, will get some recognition for the hard work that they put in. Because uh, I think I mentioned it to one of them uh, on, uh, on Tuesday when I chatted to them. They're probably some of the fittest athletes in Team South Africa. All right, Johan. always get the recognition. Sorry to, to cut you off there, but we've got Henry Schumann on the line with us, so we're going to head back to Rio now. Uh, Henry, congratulations, mate. What an incredible race. You must be so, so proud of what you've achieved today. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it. I have no words. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's a dream come true just to get to the Olympics and to be able to walk away with the medal is just, it's unbelievable and I'm just so happy. I want to really thank everyone back home who is streaming at their TV, supporting me to drive forward. I was definitely very on this side, and uh, yeah, really happy to make everyone up, everyone proud. Henry, it was a, a tough race. Uh, I think it went according to, to plan. Most people would have thought there would have been a break in the swim, and that's exactly what happened. You were in that group. You, you're a, a top swimmer. The, the bike looked particularly tough. It wasn't the, the flattest of courses. How hard was it keeping up with the Brownleys? I mean, they really pushed hard on that bike, trying to open the gap on the chasing group. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't have the best of starts. My swim was okay. The, I was actually the last guy to make that breakaway on the bike. So, I mean, once I made that, then I was super motivated to dig deep and push really hard. And, you know, I fight for my life. And once I started running into fourth and then third, I was just, yeah, giving it everything. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the zero on the bike was pretty tough. Really put the thing into the legs on the six, five, six, six, seven, eight laps. And then, uh, yeah, you just hope that you get something left for the run. Let's talk about that run, Henry. I mean, you're obviously a very strong swimmer. You're, you're a great biker. But that run, the pressure was really on. And, and when you got into that third position, you got in there quite early. I think it was uh, around the start of the, the second lap. So there was still a long way to go, seven and a half Ks that you had to hang on to that position. Were you at any stage concerned that you, you weren't going to hang on to that bronze? I mean, what was going through your mind on that run? It, it must have been really, really tough because it looked pretty hot as well. So in the beginning, I was training in about top or third, and uh, I just wanted to tra- trail the, the the top three. I didn't want to really catch them because I knew it would stay double at the end. It's really warm here, and uh, yeah, I mean, it will take its toll. So I mean, I saw me in the front, he was struggling quite a bit, so then once he dropped up, that was my goal just to catch him. And 
you know, go for a medal. And the Brownies were really strong on the runs. I mean, I couldn't really push myself that far, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my running has been coming together and training really hard. Come from a swimming background, so I mean, it's getting there. And, um, yeah, I was a bit of an underdog because, uh, I'm slowly just missing podiums in the international triathlon circuit. And, uh, yeah, to be able to break through at Olympus is just, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great work. Let's talk about uh, Richard Murray and, 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 and his performance too. I mean, obviously, coming into this race, he, he's had that uh, that uh, collarbone injury, but, but he put in a great performance to finish fourth. I mean, that's just, for, for South African triathlon, this is probably the greatest day in the sport. Uh, sorry, can you say that again? I was saying, with Richard Murray finishing fourth today, you third, this has got to be the greatest day for South African triathlon, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah, it, it's great for South Africa. Yeah, I mean, for, for me to be able to medal on Richard and Fort, she shows the track on in South Africa is going in the right direction. And I hope that it inspires a lot of youth and um, gets a lot more people involved with the sport. And we grow from the, from the bottom up and hopefully we'll have future youngsters also medaling in the future. 2020 and 2024, it's, uh, it's going in the right direction. Well, Henry Skuman, we are so proud of you. It was an incredible race to watch. Uh, can't wait to, to welcome you home. Any indication of when you will be home, if people want to come to the airport and uh, and welcome you? I know there's going to be a big welcoming from Sascock as well, but uh, are you going to be sticking around in Rio for the closing ceremony? Uh, so, yeah, I'll be in Rio for another couple of days, and then um, yeah, I'm heading off to America where I'll be training and then finish off with the World Triathlon Series which is in uh, Canada and then Mexico, and then I take my break in end of September in Mexico, which is pretty cool. So I'll be back home in October. Wow, it never ends. Well, Henry, congratulations once again. Let this sink in, really soak it up. It's well-deserved. You put in the hard work, and everyone here in South Africa is super, super proud of you. Well done. Yeah, thank you so much for all the support, and, uh, yeah, really glad to make South Africa proud. Thanks for to you. Did you know that the Constitution of South Africa protects the rights of women against abuse and discrimination? Make use of the Constitution and claim your rights as we commemorate the 60th anniversary of Women's March. Report gender abuse and discrimination by calling 0800-007-709 or visit the Gender Commission website on www.cge.org.za. This initiative is supported by SABC Foundation. Did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Go to www.paymytv.co.za, make your payment, and then wait for the free rewards page to load or click on axrewards.co.za. Now, all you have to do is click on the funeral cover button, download the AxMe app on your Android phone, register, and start enjoying free funeral cover to the value of 7,500 Rand. T's and C's apply. TV licenses, more rewards, making a difference. SAFM celebrates 80 years with a homegrown playlist. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics, live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics, live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. 
I'm still out of breath. Manfred Seidler, what an afternoon for South African triathlon. And uh, how great was that that we got to chat to Henry? Fantastic. Oh, that was awesome. Big, 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 big coup. Great, big up. That was fantastic. Was listening in. He was, he's quite emotional, and so he should be. It's, it's, a, it's a massive achievement, isn't it? I mean, he almost, he almost sounded in shock. It's, it's like he's struggling to believe it, and so he should, because nobody saw that coming. Everyone thought it was going to be Richard Murray, but hey, you know what? Uh, we'll take a medal. He, 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 he put it out there. He hung tough, and, and he's coming home with bronze. What impressed me is his run, and I'd love to know how he takes this further, and I can't wait to have a chat to Lindsay Parry, because that was always his, the weakness in his arsenal. I mean, he was always a really good swimmer with the swimming background, and then the, the, the cycle was always more than decent. I mean, he always hung in there, was always right up there, and then he got blown away on the run. Not this time, and against two of the fastest runners in the field. I mean, Richard Murray's obviously the fastest. We've got Gomez and Mola, and then the Brownlee twins. Those are the five top runners in the world triathlon circuit, and he hung in there. That's, that's huge, what it's going to do for his confidence. It's, that, that's massive. Now I'm excited about what's happening in South African triathlon because now we've got a real battle between, the, between two guys that can take triathlon further. It's always been only one. Mm. Now we've got two guys. Hopefully this will be inspiring a whole bunch of others to come out there. What, what a time to pick up your first podium in an international, like a major international race. I think it's phenomenal. Let, let's just look ahead quickly, though, Manfred, before we run out of time. Uh, it's another big night for Team South Africa, Casta Semenya, uh, on the verge. I don't want to jinx her, but uh, on the verge of, of winning another medal for the team to take out tally to nine I mean she should win unless something really bad goes wrong well she needs to get through the semi-finals first somebody could trip her in the semi-finals and, and a touch wood that, that <coughs> excuse me doesn't happen um, but odds on favour on paper no one's going to touch her absolutely not and that would be medal number nine and I predicted nine medals from here on everything for me is a bonus um, so yeah I'm excited for that 800 metres she looked really good very confident in control she on paper should not, could, cannot lose this race. And then uh, uh, Sunet Falun is in the final for the women's javelin. She's a world uh, bronze medalist times two, so she knows what it takes to, to medal at these events. But these, these are technical field events. They are so volatile. One little snag and you're out. So mm. it's, it, and it's going to be a tough ask. But, you know, if Sunet Falun comes back, we've got ten. Yeah, it would, it's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to Manfred Sider. Thank you so much for that. And yeah, I don't think we should discount Sinead Fulhoun. She's got unfinished business with an Olympic Games, particularly with what happened in London in 2012. And maybe this is time for redemption. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. She finished fourth in that Olympic uh, Games in London. She was the world number one. She was uh, had the, f the furthest uh, throw. And I think the pressure got to, got a little bit to her, the expectation. We were all going, that's a guaranteed medal. And I think that maybe that just uh, turned around and played, counted against her. Well, that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thank you so much for joining us, and thanks to everyone. And uh, oh, what an incredible uh, chat with Henry Skuman. Uh, another bronze medal for Team South Africa, taking our tally to eight. Coming up on the other side of your news, it is the talk shop with the Lady Malayo. We'll have updates from the Olympics throughout the night with Manfred Seidler. More sport for you tomorrow morning with uh, Janet Whitson on AM Live. Right now, though, it is 7 o'clock in time for your news.